What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Next 90 with Nick. I am your host, Nick, and this is The Next 90 with Nick. This is the podcast all about leveling your life up 90 days at a time. And I am so stoked. This is a first in Next 90 history. We actually had to go to a different podcast studio because we are always expanding inside The Next 90 Nation. And this is our first ever, wait for it, two guest simultaneous show not only that husband and wife josh and tracy theo how are you guys doing good nick tracy how are you amazing tracy's a little bit nervous we got her a uh, we got her a beer so she can uh, just kind of relax and settle into this but josh and tracy are really 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 great friends of mine and i'm super proud of them and what they've accomplished over probably the last 180 plus days um and you're gonna hear their story and they have been living inside this next 90 nation, and they both have had some amazing results. So, guys, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having us, man. How are you doing, Tracy? Super <clears throat> excited to be here. I know. This has actually been a long time coming. We actually talked about this uh, back when you completed your 9090. Mm-hmm. Why don't you tell everybody what you did for one of your first 90-day challenges? Well, for my fitness, I um, ran 90 miles. In 90, 90 days. 90 days. Yeah. And it was a huge accomplishment, and it was super exciting. Yeah. That Thank was, you for the inspiration. Well, that was it was actually really exciting for me because you were, like, super consistent. I mean, so a lot of people think, like, oh, wow, thank you so much for the inspiration. I'm like, dude, thank you guys. Like, I, I draw strength and energy from from what uh, from what you're doing. So, first of all, how long have you guys been married? Uh, six years. That took you a little bit too long there, Josh. <laughs> Uh, six years, and how long have you been yeah. together all together? Eleven years. Eleven years all together. Okay, so they are a great couple, and they are like a power couple. They, you guys met um, on on the job, right? We did. Yeah. So we want to want to go back and take us to that moment. Um. Yeah. So I worked for a major utility. We'll just leave it at that. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> and um. You know, Tracy came in, and you know when the hot girl shows up at the office. Yeah, right? and of everyone starts talking. So, had you had you, did you see her yet, or they were just talking about this new hot girl that was in the office? Oh, I saw her. You, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, heck yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, we try try to do anything I could to talk to her, and she was mean. Really, yeah. Tracy? I was not. Yeah, she seemed I really was just mean. Focused. Oh, what do you mean, like focused on at what? Work. Like not getting hit on by all the creepy dudes at the office? <laughs> no, I was just you know at work. I was like, you weren't there you know, for you weren't there for that. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah. she was coming off like kind of like what? You know, just uh, just that like resting bitch face like, <laughs> to the max. <laughs> resting bitch face. <laughs> what? Can you show me that resting bitch face? What does it look well, like? Well, not right now because now I'm all smiling. <laughs> but anyway, uh, did, so, wait, hold on, stop. Did did yeah. Josh come and like try to like pick up on you? Not like that he came and he tried to ask me something about work which was completely off and uh, i was just like what are you asking me this for like it was like wrong person it was like some random like random like hey um so how about those uh tps files and you're like (laughs) what the fuck are you talking about exactly no that's exactly what happened right back to resting bitch face Mm -hmm. okay all right so keep going yeah that was it so uh, (laughs) that was it yeah just nailed it and then um i don't know a few (laughs) weeks later we're at a bar and well, was there an attraction though? Oh, a hundred percent. Like from, from the get? He had like, actually I got really attracted to his shoes actually. No, come on. Yeah, what, no. what, what kind of shoes was he rocking? At the time, probably like Steve Madden's. <laughs> I don't know. What? what? I made them Steve Madden's look I, I know. <laughs> like, I mean, like Steve except... Madden, like did they have like a little mini heel on them? Or yeah. what was he wearing? <laughs> I don't know. You know, like the kind where like the front curls up. <laughs> I mean, it was 11 years ago, so... Oh, so it was, like, like dress, like, professional dress. Yeah. Okay, all right, good. I was just, like, just cruising in some <laughs> loafers, like, on a Tuesday. Oh uh, so, okay, so you were obviously attracted from the feet up, as I yeah. like to say. Yeah, okay, cool. It's a good place to start, you know? Like, yes. only there's only going up from there. Uh, so you're attracted to him. Two weeks later, you're at, a, at like, a happy hour? Yeah, something like that. Um the old Chronic Cantina. I'm oh, sure you yeah. Remember Chronic yeah. Cantina. Thanks for bringing that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Sore subject. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, I, I saw her there, and then one of the girls I was with happened to know her, and I was like, Mafia, you got to find a reason for me to talk to her. So, yeah, it wasn't like a work function, just like completely no, random we outside. We were just out like work, with work people. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it, it just 
she kind of bridged the gap. I met her. Um, and I mean, after we started hanging out, it was like just every night, um, just unstoppable, man. Nice. I mean, ever since then, we've been together. Yeah, we actually went for our first um, weekend out a week after we met. Really? And then ever since then, yeah. That's how I, that, I tell everybody this. If you're listening, you're like in a in a somewhat committed relationship. Travel with that person. Like you have to spend time away with that person to know if you can spend every day with that person. That's like, so true. Oh, because if you, if you can't travel with that person, forget about it. Like it's it's game it's game over. And this was not. Uh, this was not your typical trip. So we went to Havasu with my buddy. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> okay. Well, there's the there's the second like litany test. If you want to, uh, like take take your chick to Havasu because then you'll really get to see. Knew her for one week. We go to Havasu, and within two days, um, there was cops pounding on the door. We're holed up in this mobile home, basically. <laughs> Sounds like an episode of Breaking Bad. What the fuck? I'm telling her, don't worry. The cops will go away soon. It's okay. And. Uh, <laughs> What was happening in Havasu at the time? Uh, fireworks. It was fireworks. Oh, that's not a big deal. Yeah. Well, it was a big deal because it was the first time I'd ever had been like a, a, right. an altercation with the. Yeah, uh, and I was like hiding in the house, and they were like, "We know you're in there." I was like, "Oh, it was the worst." And Josh, you grew up in Las Vegas. I did. And you grew up in Marina Valley. Mm-hmm. Okay, in Marina Valley. So you guys are kind of like little desert creatures, <laughs> <laughs> and I can only I can only, I can only say that because I grew up in the IE myself. So I was in like the Beverly Hills of the IE, mm-hmm. was like you know Chinos. For those of you that are listening outside of California, like well, the area I'm describing is like uh, there's Orange County, California, which is where we all live now, and then there's where we're from, which is not Orange County. <laughs> That's uh, the opposite. So what was life like growing up in Las Vegas, Josh? Um. I mean, it was it was fun. We had a lot of fun. Um, you, like when you grow up there, you don't really grow up on the strip. You know, you kind of catch a couple of openings. Um, but really, where I grew up, it wasn't like a great neighborhood. You know, I was I had a single mom. She's raising two boys. You know, two complete pain in the ass boys, by the way. Um, just barely making ends meet. And um, as like you know, I I, I really just kind of had to work just work really hard because I didn't want to live in that neighborhood anymore. Mm. And uh, there was a lot going on out there. And what, I, what, so how, like you, so you decide at what age that like, Hey, I'm not going to live in this neighborhood anymore. Yeah. I mean, right out of high, even through high school, like I was going to college while I was in high school, really uh, specifically to learn a vocation. You know, I wanted to be in engineering, took drafting classes, that kind of thing. And just worked super hard at it. Got a job right away. Um, like, take a bus to my work, take a bus to school, take a bus home. Hmm. Um, Just knowing that eventually that would pay off. Yeah, this is a means to an end. Yeah. 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 Like, I want more for my life. I want more for my my family. I want more. Sure. Right. Yeah. And Tracy, what was life like for you growing up? Um, I mean, I'm not really sure what to say. I mean, it was pretty, like, uneventful. Yeah? Like, you come from, like, a middle-class family, Mm -hmm. just, like, mom and dad. Right. Married still? Yes, yes. Brothers, sisters? I have two older brothers, actually. Okay. Um, 40 and 46. Yeah. So you're like the baby girl. Oh, 100%. Oh, you must have been been just doted on like the whole time, huh? Like little baby sister. I mean, I pretty much got everything I wanted within like reason, I guess you could say. So I wasn't like wanting at all. Yeah, that's good. And so kind of two different circumstances, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> that's what's that's what's crazy about like they say, you know, opposites attract or um, you know, I look at my circumstances and and with Nicole and I as you guys know, like my parents together for 40 years like her 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 biological parents were um were divorced very early on and so and she kind of came from a a split home and I come from this, you know, like beaver fucking cleaver family. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of kind of a similar thing. So you, you went to Cal State Fullerton, right? Or where'd you go to school? You know, I went to a lot of different schools, <laughs> Nick. <laughs> I kind of bounced around well, where, where, where did you that settle? Was one of them. Where did you settle and get a piece of paper from? Uh, I am a Phoenix. Okay, nice. <laughs> nice. The U of Vertice of Phoenix. Hey, no shame in the game, hey. bro. It's more than I can say for myself. I, I got a PhD from the School of Hard Knocks. That's so. it. And? Actually, I got. Mm-hmm. I have a couple certificates, but I never really finished college. Beautiful. So... I, we don't need it. We yeah. don't care. Mm-hmm. But you got a great job. I do. You make a great living. I do. So you guys both end up at this utility. 
resting bitch face becomes like resting next to me every day, smiling face, right? <laughs> and it's still smiling, still, still smiling right now. So I actually was at, at these two beautiful people's wedding. It was actually out in Las Vegas. It was wonderful. We had a great, a great weekend. Yeah, we did. So I, I want to get into kind of the meat and the potatoes of this. So Josh and Tracy have been married for, for six years. Um, did I tell you to listen to the podcast or how did, how did you guys, cause all of a sudden you guys just start like kind of texting me out of nowhere that like you're starting these 90 day challenges. Well, I'm not sure if you remember, but, uh, you ordered all the equipment for oh, the podcast right. when we were oh, waiting for right. our plane to, right, go to go up to, to Mammoth. Mammoth. Yes, yes. Yeah. So that's how we kind of found out about it. And that's then, right. um, he got an opportunity or was thinking about an opportunity of, um, moving somewhere else. Yeah. Cause and you've been with, you've been with your company for how long? Um, I had been there uh, 14 and a half years. 14 and a half years. And how yeah. long have you been there? About the same? Almost 11. Wow. Wow. So yeah. that was like no small move to like think even because that was kind of that's like the job you had was one of those like you stay here, you do this, you get to this position, you leave with why. You oh, know, you can kind of you have like a clear mm-hmm. trajectory to, sure. towards like. And make a very, very handsome wage, and you're you're great, right? Yeah. And it's extremely safe. Yeah, extremely safe. Yeah. But safe isn't always mm-hmm. um, like the right thing right. to do. You know, there's there's the there's the uh, right way, and then there's the safe way, as mm-hmm. I as I, and as I say. Okay, so I ordered the podcast equipment. I remember that. Now that's crazy. You guys are there from day one. Yeah. And you're like, what is this podcast thing going to be about? Oh, here's Nick again. Okay. And I was actually working on, I remember this now, I was working on my my certification for Warrior Mm -hmm. because we we flew up to, to Mammoth together. We had an awesome trip. There was lots of ramen involved and uh, flaming hot Cheetos. Yes, thanks, Nicole. Nicole. ramen. Yes, yes, it, so, so good. delicious. And all the sauces. I'm so hungry thinking about that right now. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> you guys went out that one night. Remember, I had to stay back because I had to like do all those uh, those coaching those mm-hmm. coaching. Oh, is that what you're doing, dude? I didn't see you sleep once in like four <laughs> days, and then you cut the trip short by a day to fly back home That's and right. I don't do know, the next phase. I don't of, know what I had. I had something to, uh, to fly yeah. home. So they, Josh and Tracy were with me like right at the origins of all of this. I was getting my certification to become a warrior certified trainer, which has now turned into the next 90 mastermind, which has turned into the next 90 podcast. I ordered all the equipment for the podcast on that trip. And I was telling you guys like, yeah, I'm going to be doing this thing. I, I don't know how it's going to work, but I'm going to be doing a podcast. And you're like, what? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. keep going. So then he had this um, potential opportunity to move somewhere else. And we went over to our other friend's house and... Um, they had heard some of your first podcasts. Mm-hmm. I think you had, a, at that time, it was only like five or six episodes. Okay. And they were saying, you know, you should hear this and it might help you. Mm. So that next Sunday, I, I think we went over there on a Monday or a Saturday. I'm not sure. And I can remember sitting out on our back patio just listening to episode after episode. You were binge listening? We, we were binge listening. I love that. He was the first one that said this it. It gives me the chills. Like, <laughs> and you know what's what's crazy is like it's not like these guys are not like close friends. Like I don't. It's not. I see them. You know, quite often we spent you know days on end together in Mammoth, and so, and I'm I'm a pretty like wear my heart on a sleeve type of guy. But like you know, I hadn't really talked much about like what I was doing, and you know, I don't talk all the time about my journey with Nicole, and you know, some of my problems I've had in the past. And so you guys, but you guys know a lot more than anybody. <laughs> But what was it like listening to the, the podcast for that first time? Yeah, I think it really helped. So this was a big decision, right? You know, I'm working for a good company mm-hmm. and life is good, right? But there's just in my head, there's always been more that I want to do. And we talk all the time about, hey, we really should be doing this. Or just, we could do this thing. We could, uh, you know, do something more entrepreneurial. Right. right? Um, so yeah, this opportunity kind of popped up and in, in my head, I wanted to get answers. I wanted people to tell me, hey, you should or you shouldn't do that. Right. And it was really enlightening. We went over to, um, we sat with the Pierce's, or our friends, and um, I said, listen to Nick. So we sat down, and just hearing you over a couple of those podcasts, I really felt like you were talking to us. That's so cool, man. That's so, so, that's so and, cool. And it's, you know, it was just, it's relevant stuff that I think um, just helped me make the decision to say, look, it's time to do something different. Yeah. And I, I remember that. I was like, you're like, hey, I'm doing this. I, you're like, I listen to your podcast and I'm taking a plunge. I'm like, holy shit, man. Look, I quit my job. Yeah, you're like, oh yeah, I listened to, my, I listened to your first five episodes and I quit my job. I'm like, 
oh fuck, man! Like I didn't, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. No, I, I said, dude. I texted you. I said I quit my job, and you like sent back smiley face. And then I didn't hear from you for a week. Because I, I thought I you were, like, I thought right, you were joking. I thought you were totally joking. <laughs> and then you're like, no, dude, I quit my job. I'm like, what? Because like, I knew how long you'd been there. And you're like, yeah, man, I just I listened. And obviously there was a little bit of a building stage prior mm-hmm. <clears throat> prior to that. Sure. But And then you, at the same time, you launched your, your 90-90. You're like, I'm just going to do one thing every day for 90 days, which is get up or sometimes after work, run mm-hmm. a mile. Every day for ninety days, and when you missed, you would you would make uh, up for you would it. Make up for it, yeah. And then you had your like uh, your beach body uh, like challenge, right? You wanted to you wanted to get what you call it the bikini body challenge or oh, something like yeah. that. Yeah, well, that's where I exercise, but okay. Anyway, yeah. well, the results were phenomenal. Like you ran ninety, she ran ninety miles in ninety days. Do you mm-hmm. like to, do you like to run? I hate it. <laughs> well, actually, okay, I like it now. <clears throat> I hated it. Right. It was awful. And that's what people don't understand is that sometimes you got to get outside of the good, right? You got to get outside of the safe. You got to get outside of the comfort to get actually what uh, what you want. And right. so, like, what have the results been for from from quitting your job? You're obviously not unemployed. Right. So, you know, I had another option out there. It wasn't like I just quit and ran home and started <laughs> looking for business ideas. I'm going to find a job in 90 days. <laughs> this is what Nick's telling me to do. Right, no. Right. Um, no, I, I um, went over to work for somebody that's, um, they're, they're kind of a contractor to the power industry okay. and various utility industries. Um, but the culture that they've built there is a lot more flexible, for one. So that was a big selling point. Um, going in, I told my buddy that runs the place, hey, I'm looking for other projects. You know, I'm going to need time off here and there to go take care of things. And just 100% support. Um, so kind of moved into that realm. And even with this job, um, it turns out I can make a lot more. Uh, not hourly, but there's a lot of bonuses. Uh, there's a bonus structure. Right. There's overtime. You know, I can actually do some things on the side. Uh, so just that in itself lent to a bigger opportunity. So it was more in alignment with like who you were and who you who you saw totally. yourself because you've always been totally. entrepreneurial. Like you've, I mean, you and I sat down. We've hashed out maybe one or two business plans. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You had your brewing company for sure. for a while. Yeah. Um, you guys have both have that kind of entrepreneur spirit. So this was more in alignment with that. Yeah, just right out of the gates, it just kind of gave me, um, it gave me a good ground to where I could say, okay. I, I have a paycheck coming in, yeah. but I can work on some other things on my own now. Yeah. And I remember, like, I'll never forget, I think it was Cinco de Mayo, and I saw you. I don't know how long you'd been at the job at, at that point, but I was like, I think I told you, I'm like, damn, dude, you just seem so light. Yeah. Like, you you, you felt so, like, you, like you, for a while there, like, you just kind of, you didn't get, like, you've always been Josh, but you just felt, I felt like that light kind of had, like, gone dim a little bit, and then all of a sudden you were just laughing and jubilating, and, and I was like, I, I remember I told you, but I left. I go, God, I'm so proud of Josh. Like he just seems so full of life. Yeah, that's funny, man. Yeah, you you called me, and I don't think I had really noticed that. Yeah, but um, definitely, I, I I've noticed a change. Did you notice a change in him? Oh, 110. What, what was the change? Just, I mean, he still has stress, but it's not the same sort of stress. He's right. it's just, I just feel like he's happier and uh, he's more open to you know. All kinds of things. So what did what did watching her go through her her running 90, 90 miles in ninety days? Man, do? unreal. What that like, do for you? Like as her partner, her husband, her yeah, best friend. Yeah, it's just um, you know, it gets me so much more stoked. It makes me want to be motivated. I mean, our life had really been at the point where it was. Um, you ever hear that Pink Floyd song, Money? Yeah, where it just money. starts out, it's like, and it just keeps going and going. I mean, that was our life. It was like. Go to work. It's a good, solid job. Get your paycheck. Watch Netflix. Happy hour on Friday. Go to work. Get your paycheck. Netflix. Take a, tri- happy hour. Take a trip every every six weeks. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so it was good. But you know, once we got off the couch and we start setting these goals, and when I saw her just crush that thing and just see the motivation behind her, it was it was really uh, inspiring. Yeah. So uh, what what type of things, like when you were running, like, I mean, because I think running, you said you hated running, mm-hmm. but what kind of insights and things did you get from running 90 miles in 90 days? Well, luckily, you have three podcasts a week, so three days <laughs> yes. of those. <laughs> about three days a week, I would hear that, and um, I got down to about uh, eight, 
minutes and like 50 second mile. That is incredible. So it was perfect. By the way, that is incredible, people. I don't know. Go out and run a mile tomorrow. You just report back to me what your time was. You can go ahead and email that to me, nick at ownthenext90.com. Report back to me what your mile time was. I guarantee you it's not going to be eight minutes and 50 <laughs> well, seconds. Well, okay, that only happened like a few times. It happened. But don't it discredit did yourself. It, it, it did happen. Um, so luckily, your podcasts <laughs> that are in between like 10 and 12 minutes right. were perfect. Perfect, yeah. Um, if I wasn't listening to that it was um an elevation church podcast that i found nice yeah so it was just you know but did you like did things start coming to you ideas like um you know because i find when i'm like doing something like that when i'm running or i'm kind of isolated by myself even when i listen to a podcast like i have this like creativity that happens inside of me oh yeah, yeah. i mean um i'm sure we'll talk about this in a minute but you know i thought of a lot of sayings for my shirts yes yes in that time i love it yeah so when when did it really start clicking for you guys because you guys kind of had that first 90 and then Mm -hmm. i mean you guys been listening since day one so this is probably what three 90 day kind of cycles for you guys 90 day challenge yeah yeah Yeah, we're on our third our third set of 90 day targets and then how like how much has it progressed like over the last you know i'm not good at math but uh (laughs) <laughs> what is that, 100 or 230 days? Right. Well, uh, would you want to share what happened a couple hours ago? Um, yeah, so we've gotten to the point where we uh, we just closed on an acre and a half. That Dude, be, it went through? This morning, yeah. Yes. We literally just got it. Yes, so hell yes. This is going to be huge for us, man. We're doing a, uh, a development project, and um, it wasn't even on my radar 200 days ago. Wow. Not at all. And now Dude, we're that is at, so incredible. Yeah, it's 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 really exciting. So uh, I want to pause a little bit because so what happened is they start listening to the podcast and you guys they they've known me they they saw like the journey like in fact truth be told I had to like win like the over my wife's friends because these like Josh and Tracy are on like the wife side of of the relationship oh when we're, we're now integrated but like when I came back in. I was not the most favorable like candidate for uh, for the nuptials of my wife, and so <laughs> they saw like they, they, you guys didn't know me, but you probably heard about me, and then I came back into right. the picture, and I don't think I had like a stellar first showing. Um, <laughs> well, actually, if we want to talk about yeah, that, we talk can totally talk, talk about, about that. <laughs> um, the first night we met you, was you ended your- out. Was on your your, your your you were on our couch having night terrors. Night right? terrors. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you were literally punching the shit out of my couch. <laughs> like we were sitting around playing uh, like cards or dominoes or something. And you just, you would have been actually pretty cool all night. Yeah. Like I didn't think you're out of control, like the stories I'd heard, but uh, oh you just kind of pass out on the couch. And next thing I know, you're just like screaming at people <laughs> and just beating the shit out of my couch. So, like, so true story, people like I used to have like legit night terrors. I would get to like a certain level of intoxication and just, I would, go to sleep involuntarily most of the time and I would like <laughs> literally have Tourette's and like punch the air like fart just like crazy <laughs> stuff so here I am I just met Josh and Tracy we spent all day drinking at the uh, the Swan Festival or whatever it's it called the like Swallows the Swallows, Swallows Festival, Festival down in San Juan Capistrano California look it up <clears throat> and I go back to their house I think I smoked a joint or something. I don't even know. But like I just fucking lost my mind and I woke up. And the crazy thing is like I, I don't know if I do them. And like so you kind of wake up and you're like, uh, and you guys are like, uh, you all right, bro? And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> so I'll actually when I first that. met you guys, I didn't have a driver's license. Um, I think I was just kind of like resurrecting my life. I went to the Phoenix too, like the Phoenix rising from the ashes. Um, and then Nicole and I had that little condo and like, so you guys have kind of seen like mm-hmm. the progression of, uh, of this whole thing to this very moment yeah, right exactly. here. Oh my God. So, all right. So, uh, I remember, um, and it was probably your, the end of your last 90 day challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I read some of your guys's, um, accomplishments, like your, you said your body, like, you, you you wrote them to me, Josh. So yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of things. So I did. I sat down. And I said, you know what? What is all the stuff that's happened? And when you really just put pen to paper, I mean, definitely in a gym routine now. Um, every morning, there's there's some part of the core four, if not all four. Right. right? There's right now. I'm I'm really big doing the meditation every day. Yeah. Got to do something physical every day. Right. Um, journaling is huge now. I journal every day, uh, and just all these things that are helping me to gain focus. Right. Um, definitely best shape I've ever been in in the winter. Uh, the bank account 
has just never been better. Never been better. Yeah, and you said you, first time in your life, debt free, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what? Uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Every student loan paid off. Fucking amazing. Uh, credit card debt gone. I love the stuff that you said about Tracy, too. And that was, yeah, that was a thing. I mean, we're at a point now where I feel like we're just communicating. We're kind of on the same level in, in a way that we've never been, dude, right. which is really cool. And it's, I think it's from uh, really focusing on that. You, you just kind of get complacent. Right. And I hear you talk about that a lot. You know, yeah. you do all this stupid crap to get the girl. Right. And, and then, then as soon as you get her, it's yeah. just like, like, yeah. dude, you got her from resting bitch face to like <laughs> smiley, happy face. And yeah. then you get into a, a routine and it just mm-hmm. becomes, like you said, that, that song, it's just like, doom, doom, doom. Okay. Next step, next step, Netflix, this and that. And it just like, it's not that you grow apart. You just don't, you just don't grow together. Exactly. Right. Like that's a, actually, that's a cool thing. I just realized that you don't grow apart. You just don't grow together and like when you're growing like you guys are both growing together and it's opening up communication like do you feel yeah. like you can talk to him more like oh 110 percent like probably prior like with this whole experience i had anxiety every time i had to talk to him because i thought oh my god is it, like i know it it will be a huge fight and it's just like oh is it worth it oh my gosh i don't know then you stuff it yeah yeah and, and then i wait until mount vesuvius erupts right mm-hmm. over something you, stupid then you go to raging bitch face raging <laughs> bitch face <laughs> yeah. about something that stupid. is completely off and he's like topic. what the fuck are you talking about yeah like it's the dishes you're like it's not about the dishes right. you know yeah yeah it's 100 percent. but through this and like like your collaboration when you guys mm-hmm. sit down and you write these 90 day goals mm-hmm. Like, how, walk me through that experience when you guys, sh- like, share them together. Um, so we're actually um, offset. So she does hers, and then I do mine. I'm about two weeks behind. Okay. So we can... But you guys share them and talk about them? Yeah, we do. We kind of write them together, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so she'll sit down and just talk about some things that she really wants to accomplish. And uh, and through that process, you get to know what your your partner wants. Yeah, that's a right. good point. Exactly. You really do. Yeah, you don't you think know. about it, but you, you get to hear what she wants, and you, yeah. so you yeah. know what's important to her, and vice mm-hmm. versa. Right, exactly. <clears throat> like, um, not the first time, but the second one, uh, I was explaining what I wanted out of it, and then from that, one of his was, I need to support her through this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't really specific, Yeah, because he wasn't really sure how to, but, like, I felt that that was amazing. Yeah. Like, and knowing that you have his support and that you mm-hmm. communicate that. Like, I mean, how great is it like actually knowing what she thinks? <laughs> Instead of for, <laughs> to a point. <laughs> to a point, yeah. Well, there's always a line yeah. for everything. Yeah. But but seriously, man, it, it is cool to say, okay, this is what's important to her. These are the ways I can support her now. Yeah. Definitely. So, <clears throat> all right. So they paid off student loans, marriage, marriage like better or, or worse than it's been? Oh, it's amazing. Exactly. Amazing. And I've seen it, too, back, come back in you guys, by the way. I don't know if I've ever mentioned that. Body, the best shape you've ever been in the winter. Bank account's full. And now you're, like, taking leaps and bounds. You guys have both started together and separately some entrepreneurial projects, yeah. right? Yeah, totally. So you just closed on this uh, this piece of property. What, what's happening with that? Yeah, we did. Um, so uh, <clears throat> I actually, I, I'd kind of been shopping this idea around. I don't know if, uh, it, it has to do with storage. Okay. And... Uh, I went out and I was just kind of looking for advice. Like some of my friends that have started their own companies and doing that thing. And um, it was, it, people really were digging the idea to the point where they were offering to buy in. And I was like, <laughs> I, was no, thinking, no, no, I just yeah. wanted your thoughts on it. Right. And next thing you know, um, yeah, I've got some great partners. Um, just put a, an awesome team together and this thing's just going full steam. That's awesome. And that's what's happened though. When you guys are like living in power and you're mm-hmm. like, you have intention and you're journaling shit down, like it manifests in your life. That's what this, this podcast uh, that I went to today with, uh, with this guy, Charlie Rocket, what mm-hmm. he was talking about was like the physical man. He called it uh, his quantum, his quantum possibilities like book. And it, it was just his journal. He's like, the, yeah. uh, the possibilities are endless. You start putting it down and like things start to manifest, you know? And then Tracy, like, I want to jump into your project. Josh is wearing a hat brought to you by... Happy Pineapple. So what is the the Happy Pineapple and where did it uh, come up with? Oh, my goodness. Where do you want me to start? Wherever you're comfortable From with. From the very yeah, wherever you're first comfortable start with. of it? Okay, so one of the big things for me listening to your podcast, um, a huge part of it is you talk about, like, your legacy mm-hmm. and... Okay, let's try not to get emotional. Like I like for us, we've been um, well, 
we have unexplained infertility. Mm -hmm. And oh, just in case anybody's wondering, I have a stutter, so don't be offended or anything. I don't know. I don't think anybody's um, offended. And by the way, you're, cute. we've talked about this. You're very brave for sharing this and your stutter. Yeah. Well, anyway. Mm. Um, <laughs> so for me, a big part of hearing you talk about like the next 90 is you talk about your legacy. And I think to myself, like if your legacy is your family, like then what's mine? Mm -hmm. S um, Sorry. Um, so I'm not sure if you guys know this, but the pineapple is the symbol for infertility. I remember you said that. Right. Like when you when you told that to Nicole on the couch, she was just like fucking bawling. Yeah, I know. She's so sweet. She um, but I needed something to make my legacy. And if it wasn't family, I needed to find something mm -hmm. um, because I was pretty miserable for, I don't know how long, like well, I think a couple we were trying. years. Yeah, definitely. It was a two year deal. Well, we've a, been trying for five years well, I guess and then I'm it, we just got the hospital, the label, right? Yeah. Maybe two years and ago. It's, it's fucking horrible because it's something that's like <clears throat> outside of your control and you start, I know you guys are deeply rooted in your faith. You start questioning God, you start questioning mm -hmm. each other, you start questioning your past decisions. And then like uh, someone like me, I, you know, uh, for all reasons, like what well, the life I've lived up to this point, God should have been like, you're never having offspring. And then like back to back, we just get mm -hmm. pregnant so easily. And that's happening around you with all of our friends. And it's got to fucking be a tremendous amount of pressure. <clears throat> Probably up until listening to your podcast, it was, it was. And, you know, for me, a big part of it was listening to you talk about like all four aspects of your life. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, I need to go back to church 100%. So that's um, helped me through this, like, situation immensely. Like, I was so angry and just so, like, F you, you know? Mm -hmm. It's just mm -hmm. it's just so unhealthy. But um, I started trying to think outside of the box as far as, like, what can I leave behind right. if I don't have, like a family in the sense that everyone else does, Quote, right? Unquote, yeah. Right. So I was like, you know, what what can I do? And then I've always thought, you know, um probably for about 7 years I thought it would be fun to make like shirts and hats, like fun quotes, happy quotes, like inspirational sort of a thing. Mm -hmm. And then I was over at our other friends um, they called it a fiesta. They went through this whole IVF thing, and that's when I actually learned that the symbol for infertility was the a pineapple. pineapple. That's right, because at that party there was pineapples everywhere, right? right? Yeah. So and was, they had battled for oh years too, as well. Years, right? years and years and years. Yeah. And um, she just was so much inspiration. It, it's not even funny. Um. But it got me thinking. I was like, I'm tired of being sad about this. Mm -hmm. And then I, it just clicked. I was like, even though I'm a pineapple, like I want to be happy again. And um, yeah, so that's how I thought of the name. And so what is it, so what is Happy Pineapple? It's a. Um, it will be a clothing line that will sell just happy um, and funny and inspiring inspirational clothing. Beautiful. Yeah. And what has that done for you? Like the creation, like, it's cause liberating. you know, like having, having a company and I have had several and I have several, I mean, it's, it's a baby, like it's giving birth. Like it's, it's a lot of work to see something from infancy and, and continue to nurture it and grow. So, I mean, it's, what has that done for you to have something like this that you can call your own, that you've created, that nobody can take from you. Oh, well, I mean, it, it, it just feels amazing. <clears throat> like I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if I said this earlier, so I apologize if I'm, um, if I'm repeating myself, but my legacy will now be me explaining what I've went through to hopefully help other people. Yeah. Um, because I was at a point where 
Okay, so, okay, let's see if I can say this without being sad. Um, I was at a point where I was thinking for my husband, like, it's not fair that he married like me. Um, sorry. It's okay. Only because I knew he wanted a family and he got like stuck with me. No, he chose you. Well, that's where I was. I know. That's where I'm, I'm I'm not there now anymore, but that's where I was. And um, we went through so much where finally one night, like I don't want to say who, but we had a friend head over after we um had our fourth IUI and to save the men in the audience that evening I found out that it was not successful mm. and she walks over and she's bawling her eyes out because she knows like what we went through but right. she did not know that I went through the fourth IUI wow. and she did not know that that afternoon I found out it was not successful and uh, I open um, our screen and she's standing there bawling her eyes out saying that she was pregnant and at that point I wasn't sure you know if I had reached the point where I wasn't really able to handle that yet Mm -hmm. but that evening I was like laying like next to him and he was asleep and I was just laying there like really really emotional like crazy emotional and then it led to one well like one thing led to another and I was thinking like it's not fair that he's like stuck with me like what happens if I leave him and then I was thinking no I can't like I love him and then I don't know where my um, well, you go, where my mind went, but it place, went probably. to a place where I was thinking what's in the medicine cabinet. And then I don't know what the heck happened, but the next thing I remember, I was asleep and I like woke up and I scared the shit out of myself. Hmm. So when I talk about sad, right. It was like really sad. Uh, it is very sad. So I'm t- I, so I'm tired of being upset about it, and I just I need my life back. Yeah. For, so and, and you're getting your life back, right? Yeah, you've gotten your life right. back. Right. Yeah. So hence the happy part of it. Like I want to use my s- s- story to h- hopefully help others, and not specifically to infertility. It could be whatever label. Yeah. Like somebody has, find like, your, your are they an alcoholic? Are they, you know, I don't know. But whatever label you have, it's happy, that label. Right. I love it. And I didn't, I mean, I saw you like launch this and you were like, and I saw your journey like, oh, I'm launching this, this thing. And like, we had no idea. Mm-hmm. Like we had no idea. And you came, you guys came over that one night and you're like telling us in the, the living room and I'm like, you know, still getting emotional about it. Like, cause no one had known that it had gotten that bad. No, nobody uh, knew. <clears throat> probably. I mean, did, did you even know Josh? I mean, <clears throat> definitely it bothered her. Uh, probably not to that level. I mean, she, she would keep a lot of it inside. Definitely. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so now, like, I believe that's a beautiful thing. And, and your legacy, like just you sharing, like have, first of all, having the courage to, to share that is, I mean, I think I've been vulnerable on this show, but I think this is probably the biggest display of vulnerability. And vulnerability is a weapon of connection. And I know 100 fucking percent there is some woman right now listening that is in your exact shoes and Mm -hmm. this is giving her hope. And that is what it's all about. It's like, it's amazing how sad and miserable I was and I did not see a way out of it. But there's always a way out yeah no matter what 100 percent. and so let's talk about it let's talk about where the happy pineapple is now so um i'm hope i'm hoping to launch it by next month um i do have a website is it up and running it 
It has photos on it. I need to figure no out. No shopping cart? No shopping cart yet. Okay, so That's, I need to figure they, that where out. Where can they go and, and see it? Um, they can go to www.myhappypineapple.com. So that's www.myhappypineapple.com. Can they join an email list or anything if they uh, want? Not for... quite yet, but you can find me on Instagram. Okay, what is it? Uh, my Happy Pineapples with an S. Okay, My Happy Pineapples with an S on at My Happy Pineapples with an S on. I'll put this in the show notes too on ownthenext90.com. MyHappyPineapple.com is the website, and we're going to be launching. We don't have hope in the next 90 Nation. No, we, okay. We have like, it's launching next month. Beautiful. What day? No, let's say the 15th. All right. So December, you heard it here first, folks. December 15th, 2018 will be the official launch of MyHappyPineapple.com. With the shopping cart, they can order wonderful hats like that. Are you wearing one of the shirts I right am. now? Faith requires movement. Movement initiates miracles. And your movement of deciding to get out of that place has created mm-hmm. a miracle it that sure you're has. still here, you're on the show, and you're sharing your uh, your story. Right. Very proud and of you. And I'm really excited that I believe your lovely wife and maybe your son will be <clears throat> on my photo shoot next week. Nice. Models, <laughs> yeah. models, bottles and models. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's been awesome to watch all the work she's put into yeah, it. Yeah. How do you, how, how has this been for you? Yeah. It's been really cool. So, um, she's always been really artistic. And, you know, I bought her what, oil paints or water paints. watercolors. I don't know what they are. Whatever. <laughs> they got brushes and paint and shit. And, it, like, I bought them She's for like, a couple years ago. It was Play-Doh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, she wanted Play-Doh. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I knew she had this outlet, this creative part of her, but it's just really come to life since yeah. this thing started. So how long ago was the idea? Oh, my goodness. Well, originally, I had been thinking about a company to sell, like, funny shirts, probably for seven years. Okay. But I didn't really think about it to actually make it happen until after one of your podcasts. Really? Yeah. So this has really been, from start to now, five and a half months. I see. I can't even tell you. Like, that Like overwhelms me with, yeah. uh, with emotion. Like, I never, like, thought in a million years that like doing this would lead to something like that. And like knowing that it would touch you in a way, Mm -hmm. you know, that's now touching me and touching all the, uh, the listeners. Like it's incredible. And like, that's the kind of shit that like keeps me going, you know, like I don't want to fucking do this all the time. Mm -hmm. Like I don't like, I mean, I like, I'm like three shows a week, like fuck you. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to do it all the time, but then I hear something like that. Mm -hmm. And that right there is enough fuel to like go forever. Like in your in your story, like and hearing like what's happening, and these these people like I do I have I have I ever coached you guys? Have you ever paid me to coach you, or have I? No, no, no. They're they're consuming the content and they're having movements and they're creating miracles. Like mm-hmm. and they're not miracles; they're like rewards from God, rewards from the universe for just taking action. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you're leveling up your your entrepreneurial skills. Like this is your second like venture, right? Yeah, yeah, it will be definitely, and and just watching you, you know, kind of go through this. When I see you do that, that inspires me to say, you know what, get my ass off the couch. Yeah, you know, Nick is doing this, and and the guy is out there crushing it now. And, and just watching that steady kind of rise, you know, yeah. it's that steady level. Yeah, because it had like, I mean, like everybody's like, oh, you're crushing. It. I'm like, dude. I fucking been working at this shit for yeah. five, five and a half years, you know? Sure. Like, and I've inch by inch and crawling my way out of like, you know, every disaster I've ever, ever created. Yeah. And, and we've seen it. <laughs> yeah, you, you, know? guys, so, yeah. you guys have been like a front row fucking seat. But but you got to get moving. I know, right? you got to get moving. You got to get moving. It might be slow, but dude, you get that movement going and next thing you know, it just compounds. Yeah, I remember you, you so you reached out to me, uh, Josh reached out to me about this project. He's like, ah, oh, man, I don't know, this and that. And I'm like, okay let's walk through this like what happens if it's 50 fucking percent of what you just told me he's like it would be a win i'm like and you're like you're right and then all of a sudden you come in you're like that's what i love about you just fucking take action like i quit my job what jesus christ i closed on this land like and imagine like imagine this like fast forward like imagine a year from now we're having the same conversation Mm -hmm. like where my happy pineapple can be Mm mm-hmm where you know where your projects can be yeah where they will be where they will be yeah. and and where like you guys will be as a couple mm-hmm. financially emotionally physically spiritually yeah. i mean it's yeah it's and crazy. I, I, I would even venture to say that's the most important part if you can work on yourself you can mm-hmm. work on your relationship um 
if you have all that dialed in, I feel like everything else just kind of kind of fits. That's what people it don't understand. Like falls into place. a lot of people come to me like, "Hey, can you fix mm-hmm. my money?" I'm like, "Cool, yeah. How much? How much are you having sex with your wife? Like, what does that have to do with anything?" I'm like, "It has everything to do with everything." Right. When's the last time you went on a date with her? Mm-hmm. When's the last time like you meditated? They're like, "When's the last time you journaled?" Like, dude, I'm not a 12 year old girl. I'm like, well, maybe that's probably the problem reason <laughs> right. why you don't have money. Yeah. And that right there is a huge point because. I always thought that the reason we couldn't have a conversation about something important was because he wasn't open to having that conversation. But when I started writing my thoughts, I like realized, I'm like, I've never told him this. So he's not psychic. (laughs) So it's just like, (laughs) it's crazy. And through writing your thoughts down, you actually start to figure out like what your, your, your resolutions right, are right exactly own, those own thoughts so can you like what has the 90 day formula like done for you guys i mean obviously we've got some tangible stuff but like just break it down like for for the listeners of like living 90 days at a time what what does it do for you um a lot of it is focus for me i needed the focus i i one thing that I love that you said in one of your early podcasts is stop fucking stopping, mm-hmm. right? I, I start looking back at all the cool ideas I had and all the things that were almost there, and I just keep stopping, and I right. get back into the routine. So um, how do you quit stopping? You build better habits. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's really what it is. Day in, day out, hey, I'm going to keep doing this one little thing because I want to hit that target, and I only got three months to do it. Right. So what am I going to do every day to just get a little bit closer to that? Right. And, uh, yeah, you it, it builds a, a habit, and next thing you know, it just kind of becomes a routine. It becomes who you are, not yeah. what you what you do. What about for you, Tracy? Like, what is the simplicity of breaking things down into 90-day increments done for you? Just probably, oh my goodness, that's a hard question. Um, it's just sort of the same thing he said to where I know what I want to reach in that 90 days. It's not so overwhelming to where I don't I have no clue what to do how to start I yeah. mean I'm not claiming that I knew how to start a like, clothing company right, right absolutely not but the thing <clears throat> is is that I mean if you look at the smaller parts of it then it just makes it easier just one small thing at a time and I mean even if it's not as fast as you want like at least you're working on something at least you have something small yeah and you can just take it one day at a time mm-hmm. do the core four and like miracles mm-hmm. quote unquote happen it's like oh my right. god like i actually got a crazy result and now you stack it so what does the next 90 look like for you guys as a couple and as individuals oh, man we're going to be busy we're definitely we're in build mode of course you we're, are. we're in hardcore build mode I love right it. now mm-hmm. uh, but it's great you know we've got all i feel like we've really got a good foundation right now yeah. um definitely got two two businesses we're working on um plus the two that we go to 40 right. hours a week right the, the regular yeah. job yeah um it, more fitness goals that we want to work on and for me just being consistent you know, just, just being very consistent with the core four. You want to go to the skate park sometime? I've been skating, man. I've seen that, brother. Yeah, Let's get it out. I need to get a helmet. I brought... And neither one of you have helmets, well, by I, the way. In my defense, I brought... <laughs> no, my son, no excuses. My son has a ginormous head. He does. He's like bonk. You did old... not wear his helmet. Well, I thought I could because his, <laughs> his head was so big, and then I put it on, and I, I look like a little monkey riding a motorcycle. Like, I had to, so... I had to take it off. Actually, what I would prefer... So we all can hang out is maybe another snow trip. Yes, we should do that. Yeah. Yeah. Snow season's upon us. Got it. So what would you say to people in the audience right now that like think, you know, they, they can't start a 90 day challenge. They're stuck where they are. Like I'm only like, I'm only where I am because of my influence and quote unquote resource or whatever fucking fantasy they want to have about me in my life. Um, I guess for me, it's like what my shirt says Faith requires movement and movement Makes movement sense. initiates miracles. Like even if you don't know how, just move. Yeah. Just make something little happen. It will lead to something else. Absolutely. That will lead to something else. That will lead to something else. And, and next thing you yeah, know, you just look up make it happen. It's a miracle. It is. Yeah. What about <laughs> yeah. me, Josh? Yeah, what did we say when uh we were trying to figure out what to do? Uh so, like the pond, the water has to keep moving. moving. The oh, the swampy yeah. pond. Yeah. I love that yes. one. You yeah. know, if it, we, we want ducks and shit in the pond. We yeah. don't want a, we don't want no stinky pond. No, you don't want a stinky pond, bro. Nobody yeah. wants a stinky pond. Yeah. No, you want ducks. Yeah, you want so, ducks. Yeah, like you ducks said. Ducks don't like stink. 
It's uh, <laughs> it's three months. What do you got to lose over three That's months? That's what I'm saying. Like, like prove, prove, prove me wrong. Like right. the reason why I have guests like you guys on is because like it, it like it gives people validation that this shit works. It's not just work for me. Mm-hmm. Like I've built big companies. I've I've done crazy shit ninety days at a time. So closing thoughts. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, guys. Like you've just been like such an inspiration for us, mm-hmm. and you know, um. I like when you first started to talk about this podcast, I thought, oh, my God, it's Nick. Like He's out of his mind again. OK, whatever. <laughs> Let's see how long this lasts. But um, I mean, if you could do five a week, that would be amazing. I'm working on it. Thanks. Oh, man. Ta- Taylor's over there going like, nope. <laughs> Taylor's a machine. He can handle it. Yeah, he's a machine. Taylor's in studio with us as well. Our, we have leveled up our game. This is why you can see some of the, the, the podcasts being captured now is because Taylor is a genius marketer and uh, helping us grow this movement. So, yeah, I just appreciate all the support. <clears throat> I, I know this has got to take endless amount of time on your part. So it, the crazy thing is, like, it, like most of the time it doesn't. Like, it just that you know just take requires faith with some movement. There you mm-hmm. go. Anyway, I, I think it's a big help. I mean, obviously people are buying into it. People are uh, are checking you out. Yeah. So I think you're just. You're doing great stuff. Keep it up. Well, your guys' podcast is going to help people, so I appreciate the two of you guys. I love you so much. I'm so proud of you guys. I'm proud of you for coming on here, Tracy, and and I know this is a big deal for you. Oh, my goodness. Completely out of my box. To share that story, and also, like, we had a conversation about the stutter, which is, you. by the way, you did amazing. So those two things, like, people, like, put yourself fucking out there, and great shit will happen. So... I'm going to work on my resting bitch face. And uh, until next time, you guys can own the next 90. I'm out. (laughs) 